here with us. That's right. We're talking about choreography. We're talking about rhyming. We're talking about diabetes. Oh, yeah. We cover it all. And I need some shrimp. You got any queso? See you in a little bit. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, like it's not goodbye. The credits roll? Yeah, it's going to be like, da na da na And then, and they then the thing. will be here. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy. Diva. Shrimp. Oh. M. Mom! When first choice is a bingo bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with a sloppy second. Oh, Diva. Ah! That's the dance in her. Our number Sorry. is two. Five, one, six, seven, eight. eight. Our number is two, one, three, five, three, six, nine, one. Eight zero or email sloppy second spot at gmail.com now on with the show. Hi, you sloppy stupid little fuck you, that's so fuck you, dirty little fuck. So sloppy second Victor Ring me follow me follow that's big tipper. Hello. I feel like with what you're delivering right now, you would like want to sell me something, and it's like a boat, a timeshare in a trailer park, a membership at your church, or hairspray. It's all of them. Welcome to Meatball's boat show, hairspray show. <laughs> How deep, deep. <laughs> this I wore it in the desert, and it smells like barbecue and shrimp. Well, how is that different from your other clothes? That's well, they just smell like shrimp. <laughs> okay, got it. Why don't you? Bring they out just our, smell fish. Why, why don't you bring out a very special guest? She is the diva, the icon, the it girl, the quote factory. You know her, you love her. Please welcome to the stage, Miss La- Laganja Estranda. Yes, God, honey, thank you so much for that lovely introduction. I love the way you sang and that you wrecked the ball. <laughs> I wrecked the ball, honey. That's right. I'm back, back, back again. This time in full <laughs> HD. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well, you, welcome. Yes, you've been Thank on the show you. before, but we did it over Zoom with all that gross technology yes. dumb shit. Yes. Now we're all here in the room. I wanted to surprise you today with Chili's queso, but they, literally the nearest one is an hour she away. No, but it's in Encino. They didn't. You del- could they, didn't they don't deliver, but I know you have a runner somewhere up in this bitch. <laughs> How dare her. you? It would have been her. It would have been me. It would have been me. And well, you, it's the thought that counts. Yes. Yeah. And you would know more than anyone because you are you are the like mom satellite doll. You've been on like every program that we have. The here. satellite doll. You wow. Know. I just keep adding names to my dollisms. I love <laughs> it. <laughs> satellite doll to the rescue. You you would often pop up on the podcast when you live next door to Willem. Yes, mm-hmm. of course. You've been in studio for Very Delta. You yep. did an episode of Sissy That Talk Show. I did. You now you're here again on uh, uh, Sloppy Seconds with us. I don't know. The you know show. what can I say? I just get around. You're She's an in-demand girl. I get around. Well, everyone wants to chat to you. Well, I love that. I love chatting and kikiing, especially with the two of you. Oh, well, thank you so much. Absolutely. We love you. Yeah. I wear this Would have been better with queso, but I'll wow. forgive you. gag. I could have <laughs> just brought some from... Have you tried home state queso yet? No. Okay, you need to try it. It's like a Do white I? queso. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm. Oh, baby. Oh, oh baby. baby. I don't know, baby. <laughs> white queso, it's got to be mixed with like a hot rotel. I need, you know, because uh, the, the white queso is so mild, so I need something to kind of yeah, spice yeah, yeah, up your yeah, life. Yeah. You smart, is you something bad about the queso that comes in the jar from the grocery store? Yeah, it is, just, actually. I've great. tried them all. They're just, they're giving canned. Yeah. yeah. 
They're uh, giving like canned bit, not mold cheese, but old cheese. <laughs> you know, it's like now hold on, cheese. Che- well, I'm we're talking about how cheese is going to get me out of this slump. Look, now, cheese is a choice, and I always choose, choose yes. <laughs> My friend the other day was like, "That's never going to happen. That's not a thing." I was like, "It is a thing. I'm putting it on merch. Watch." Yeah, put I would cheese put, is a choice, and I choose yes. I, I would put that too. on a yeah. bumper sticker. We literally well, what's your, okay? What's your favorite type of cheese? Well, I mean, if we're talking queso, it's got to be Velveeta. Okay, yeah. You know, I need a good melty cheese. But my favorite cheese, like, ever would probably be between Munster or Gruyere. Ooh, yeah, I I like them both. But I like a brie. I like a sharp cheddar. I mean, I love cheese. Do you fuck with blue cheese ever? I actually do. You know, I I didn't think I did, and then it was like a crumble on a salad. Uh huh. It'll change your life. It did. I sometimes my body craves blue cheese, and I'll go get like a little. Where do you feel that craving? All over. Wow. (laughs) And I eat the whole thing. The tingle for cheese. I just want it. You never crave cheese. I crave cheese a lot. And pickles. Pickles, oh, yes. Pickles, I mean, yes. Oh, oh, yeah, we had the pickle talk. Yeah, I love a pickle. Now I, they're all over TikTok. Pickles are like the coolest thing. You fucking hollow it out. You shove a bunch of shit in it. They're doing all kinds of like, stuff with just it. Just eat the normal pickle. Right. Yeah, they're shoving hot cheese. Why do you got to stick it in there? Can't you just, and then wrap it in a fruit roll-up. Can't you just put it back in the jar, let it marinate? They're doing all kinds no, of no, things. No, 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 no. No, yeah. Just go to the movie theater. Give me a good overpriced $7 pickle <laughs> yes! in a bag. I love it. And then you drink the juice. You drink do. a juice, Shelby. Well, <laughs> a, having a little pickle juice in your life is a very good thing for it's your body. It's a good, very yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. for your body. I was talking about uh, a chive, a, ja- a Monterey Jack and chive. Oh, that sounds cheese good. Cheese that I got that was very, very good. And then I love a lot of the like crumbly Mexican cheese. Oh yes, a good um, cojita. Like, cojita. Yes, and I like queso fresco on. Yes. Oh yeah. Levels it up. It does. Wow. It levels How up does it does. go? Levels, levels it up. up. Love it. Um, How have you been? <laughs> What's going on in your life? That was really well, I've been eating cheese, <laughs> yeah! to be honest. That's what's been in my life. And how have um, you been? No, I'm really, I'm sickening, mama. <laughs> you know how the doll does. I have been touring a lot this year with Work yes. the World, which was a lot of fun. Oh this totally. year's show's theme was The Matrix, yes. a.k.a. The Slatrix, a.k.a. The Gaytrix. <laughs> And that was a unique choice, but you know, I think people really well, enjoyed. Like your leather not, jacket no, well, I might have I had some something? creative directing notes, Oop. you know. But the Matrix is It just seems so long ago that it was like a huge thing, and then I came up as the Matrix, and I was like, wait, are they all going to be just doing like Matrix numbers? Well, fun fact: Did you know that the Matrix was actually written by the w- then Wachowski brothers, yes. who are now Wachowski sisters? Yes. Yes. yes, and that the Matrix was actually about the trans existence. Yes. It was a metaphor for the trans existence. Of course, they couldn't really talk about that back then, both with themselves and with the film. In fact, Keanu didn't even know that and found out many years later in a press release that that's actually what the film was yeah, about. Like... So I kind of felt like a cool tie to that lineage of yeah. like carrying that story forward. So in a way, it was really cool, but it was kind of the first time work the world has had a story. Right. Usually it's a theme. Mm-hmm. Each girl has their own number, whereas this year we were more like characters 
in almost like a jukebox musical. So imagine Matrix, the jukebox musical starring Funny. your favorite drag race and honestly, queens. It looked we incredible. Had, it though. was sickening. The fucking thing spinning it was open. sickening. Come I'm on. not going to lie. I'm we not had Diabetti on the show just I before. I know. I saw. And you guys were sort of swapping We the had track, the same right? role. That's yeah. right. The okay. same track. Um, I originated it. Okay. You know, not to be that girl, but I did. <laughs> and um, well, the way she said it, it was, a, it was uh, two of you together. <laughs> We did learn it together, <laughs> but I did take it on the road I love first, Ted. you know, not to get I love Ted. <laughs> No, she was, she was so sweet on the show about me, which like oh, yeah. totally warmed my heart because I, I really do love her. I consider her like one of my very close sisters. So we talk great. all the time. She's so real. We love to get medicated and she's just a good time gal. I agree. I think that she's really fun. Sorry, why'd you both stare the at me at that? The pregnant pause was fierce. Yeah. Well, you, I just stopped and you both were staring well, at me. Well, it seemed like you were jumping into the double dutch, but then you didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't say shit. All right. Um, we I both, like her. She's fun. You like you know her. Okay. You'll, she likes her. She I, likes hey, her. I like her. I like her. I like you, Diabetti. She's funny on the internet. We both on just the saw internet. you. What the shade is rampant. My uh, God. That's not shade. I'm really trying She's to She's funny nice. on the internet. Oh, that little you know clip what? at the Listen end. Listen here, you whore. Now, I had a wonderful time Takes one to no one, toots. <laughs> we just saw you in a Smell your labia art. from here, <laughs> bitch. It smells like smoke. smoke. Yeah. Barbecue with Barbecue and shrimp. Shrimp. We just saw you at Art Pop. Oh, fun. Yes, Miss Alaska. You ate that. Icon. Oh. So y'all want you. some ass? Yeah, I was given um, thick and juicy sister. She tooched yeah. the booty. Yes, mama. Yeah, the you hormones were are kicking in. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. I could not hear the music to save my life. Oh, God. Just, there's no... They were just so loud. The crowd was oh, the, so yeah. in it. We, we were so screaming. I mean, it was amazing. And the, when that had that breakdown and oh. you were losing... Oh, God, yes. it was so it was good. So good. Yeah. The whole show was so incredible. We did it originally in New York. I want to say maybe a year. I don't yeah. know. I still smoke weed, so it's kind of hard to remember timelines. outdoor venue in New York. At $3 was outdoor venue, but we did it inside. Oh, okay. She hadn't started the outdoor venue part of that. And you bill. did it in New York. But I did it in New York with two dancers, and so this was kind of the revival, if sure. you will, the off-off Broadway revival in L.A. <laughs> and I think it went really well, so I'm excited for Alaska to hopefully start bringing all of those productions here. I yes. texted Nick afterwards, and I was like, yeah. I'm in the next one. I was like, I don't care. I was like, I'll, I'll be a backup dancer. Oh, like, you should I don't have done swine. I <laughs> And I thank you. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> but that was so was fun. The audience was like so like just They were in it. It was And it, it was star studded. I saw afterwards really on Instagram. I was like, oh, I should have stuck around. It was a guy. The stars were there. But you recently posted that you're like recovering off of an injury. I am. So what happened? what happened? Who hurt you? The good lords in Hawaii got me. Oh, okay. I open. swear to God, every time I go to Hawaii, it's one of my favorite places in the whole world. It's where I truly discovered like the difference of trans identity. I discovered uh -huh. the Mahu culture and realized that I really related to that, which is similar to that of a two-spirit. Anyways, long story short, I feel like because I have such a good time in Hawaii, I always have to like give back. Mm. So the last time I was in Hawaii, I lost my Versace clutch. Yeah. To the island. To the island. Got the it. time before that, my computer broke. To the island. To the island. <laughs> this time, my hip broke. <gasps> Your to hip the island. broke? Yeah, it didn't break, thank oh, God. Fracture. I Fuck. jumped off a normal size table like I always do. <laughs> and Put that on I don't know seat. what happened, but the pussy was not featuring it. And so I literally had to go to the hospital. Was on crutches for three days. It was a whole thing. Oh I didn't my tell my God. parents because I didn't want them to freak out. And, 
Anyway, hip injury can really take you out. It too. can. So I took it very serious. I really did nothing for the last two days in Hawaii. Poor me. Poor my vacation. Poor the car I rented on Toro. Anyways, I'm not bitter about that, clearly. And they didn't I left. Take it back a couple days early? Huh? They didn't want to take it back a couple days early? Uh, uh, they sure didn't. They said, we'll collect that coin. <laughs> Good for you. I thought acts of God giving counted. Back. No, no, no apparently giving, not. Giving back. Or G A D W D didn't come for me. It's God, honey. <laughs> but, anyways, so uh, I got home. I canceled one of my gigs, unfortunately, in Austin, which is one of my favorite places to go. Oh, yeah. Great queso. Um, wonderful queso. Kirby Col- Ca- what? Kirby Cafe. Kirby Cafe. Kirby Lane. Oh. Kirby Lane Cafe. Oh, is it called Kirby Lane I Cafe? I think it is Kirby they Lane. They got a good white queso. They put uh, guacamole in it. And chorizo. Yes, baby. It's good. Okay, okay. White so queso? Can- Are you talking about your date? Oh, shit. If he's lucky. Wow. He's going to get this shrimp. Oh, my God. Um, so luckily for me, Carrie Colby covered, which was so great. And I got to just really like rest for a week. And then I slowly but surely have started performing again. And then Alaska's was my first time back. And I think I did okay. So I'm yeah, I'm I couldn't pleased. tell that you were injured. Yeah. At I'm all. not I'm not jumping into splits or doing a lot of dips right now just because like you said, it is a very serious thing. Yeah. And you wanna like, you know, take caution with yeah. it, obviously. I gotta live my life. So I am trying to take it easy, but still give my all. It's G- so great that Carrie Colby, another dancing diva, really took your spot <laughs> when yeah. you were injured. Because she can do that stuff. <laughs> and what were you gonna say? <laughs> Was gonna just give you third red plenty of runway hours. to be as shady as possible to people significantly more beautiful than you. Absolutely, I love her, <laughs> but she knows. She knows she can't shake her tail feather. We're gonna be right back after wow. this break. He said it, the mean thing. <laughs> Mine was funny. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. Those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy.
and we're back. Lock down. Okay, so we have to go see Wicked when it's in town at Pink Pages uh, in 2025. Okay, this good. is a date. We'll set it now. We're setting it now. <laughs> good. Yes. Now, do you think they're gonna do the the like a better version of the witch lift? I hope, but it might be that. What thing is where the witch lift? When she sings when she that sings big the, no. Why would they not do that? The old version, because the show is you know just celebrated 50 20. Years. Um, <laughs> Seems um, like fifty. The old version, it was just like a scissor lift. Like she just like rises Wang. up, and, and the then skirt there's a was bunch long. of fat, right. and, and the skirt. Was, was long. long. Uh-huh. Um, now the technology is different. Like she could be on ropes. She could sort of fly around. And so in international productions, she sometimes flies out over the audience because it's like the they last. Have, they thing add in a, a big act. billowy skirt to her and they fly her over the audience and she's what? singing. Like and it's they a contour effect. But I, it's giving Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. It's giving Miss Saigon. It's giving Chandelier. Now, wow. And she, so we always talk about they, they could need to update, update that, but they like. Stay true to the original production, but I think when I love when queer people talk about how we need to update things to make it of the current age. Yeah, wow, (laughs) wow, you guys like TikTok, don't you? What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) I mean, it's a perfect musical, and you're like, wow, let's update it, mom. Actually, not a perfect musical. Here we go. The second act. The second act. I feel very attacked. (laughs) Can you tell us about Take One at Young Arts? I can actually. That was a really cool project I just completed. Um, never felt older in my life, I'll be yeah. honest. Young Arts is a program that I completed when I was in high school. So we're talking 007. Uh-huh. And it's an amazing arts organization that's existed for many years uh, in Miami, where basically you have to audition to get placed into this week long program in Miami. So they pick like the best of the best around the United States to come and share their art with each other and compete to win, obviously, gold, silver, bronze. I don't know the order because I won platinum. You won platinum, baby. Um, Platinum puss, babe. (laughs) And then through that program, it's the only way you can go on to be a presidential scholar in the arts. So I'm sure you've heard of scholar in the Smarts, which is basically like they pick the top. I don't know the actual name. It's like the scholars. Whatever. Scholar in the right. No, presidential scholar. Presidential scholar, right. Sure. So they pick like two from each state that are like the most smartest. Yes. You know. <laughs> and so then the only way you can be selected as one of the 20 artists is to complete the Young Arts program and then apply in place. Got it. So I did all of that. I got to go to the White House, present my work at the Kennedy Center. In 007. In High 007. School? George wow, Bush was the president. Okay. So at the time I was not featuring him, although now, since years have passed and we've had worse presidents, I'm like, okay, he's not that bad. Um, But he was there, and I got to present my work, like my choreography. It was incredible. So I have stayed in touch with the organization over the decades we're going on uh, since graduating, (gasps) and I actually have gone back like as a... it's called an RA, a resident advisor, but it's like camp counselor. It's yeah. basically you like watch the high schoolers as they come to this week and you make sure they don't like, you know, sneak out and drink or have sex. And But you get to watch their art and it's super fun and you're like a mentor. So long story short, I, I you know, I got over that. <laughs> I got over being a glorified babysitter. I was like, yeah, no, that's not for me anymore. <laughs> Thank you so much. Let me know when we could collaborate on other things. So before this project I just completed, I did a residency with them which was, I think, three weeks, could have been six. It was so cool. They gave me 
I want to say like $20,000. I hired artists from all around the U.S., most of which were alumni of the program who I've kept in touch with over the years. And we created this installation art. And this was before my transition. So I was sort of exploring gender. And it was, yeah, it was like this really cool, like immersive art dance theater experience. So the audience went through 40 at a time and kind of went through the history of gender. So it started with like Adam and Eve. And instead of there being like apples in the tree, it was red high heels and the Eve bit the high heels down and placed them on her feet. And so that was sort of my metaphorical representation of gender with Adam and Eve. And then they went through metal detectors. Um, The audience had to go through metal detectors and they were, you know, their gender was deciphered much like it still is to this day, which is very uncomfortable for many trans and gender non-conforming people. And then the second room was all like about how technology has informed our understanding or ideas of gender. And then the final room was like this beautiful, beautiful woman that actually was a teacher at Young Arts when I went there, who's now just a friend of the organization. And she did this beautiful poem that was all about like stripping gender and and representing the non-binary. So it was a beautiful piece, so much fun. Anyways, I had to just keep putting all the things I've done with them. And now, finally, this one take, which was crazy because basically we had five minutes to put a piece together. It was three dancers, all different categories. So I was choreographer, one was a ballerina, and one was modern. And yeah, we heard the song right on the spot, had five minutes to come up with a dance, and then we shot it right away in one take. So super cool project. Both of them were like 12 years old, and there I was like, the only trans person up in a leotard, like still giving it my all. And I felt like I really blended with the two of them, which made me feel really good, I guess, as a dancer too, because it's been a long time since I've slipped into my modern contemporary world. Mm-hmm. But right. it's always like one of those like uh, tools in my box that every time I pull it out, it may be a little rusty, but it's still there. So it was so fun. And thank you for bringing that up because it's one of the projects I did this year that I'm very proud of. You- well, it was like <clears throat> lovely to watch it, but I was waiting for a death drop. I was waiting for you to <laughs> stunt you. on those little whores. It's a dip, mama. Dip. Yes. Come on now. Oh, right, 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 right. Right, 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 right. Well, because now, I can't do them, I just, I mislabel right, them Right, because the when you see them, you think of death. Yes, right. yeah. I'm like, I wish. <laughs> now, I just recently returned from doing, like, a project that's so different from what we do here. And okay. What, you know, doing nightlife. And isn't it so refreshing to, like, sort of tap into that other side of you that totally exists, but because of the hustle of making a YouTube show and going on tour and getting outfits made and like being an internet celebrity, that hustle, you just continue to do it. Yeah. And it feels like scary to stop. It does. It feels like scary to say, I'm going to take six weeks off and go dance. Right. And go do this creative art project. But didn't it like fuel you? It did. It it definitely fueled me in such a different way. And I think ultimately it just re-inspired me to remember like you are an artist first and foremost. Like drag is something you do, but art is like who you really are. Mm -hmm. And yeah, it's, it's kind of an interesting place right now as the year is winding down. I'm actually kind of going back to the choreography routes. Roots? Routes, roots. It's both. Well, you've been doing a lot of choreography. I mean, a lot, as in like three projects this year. So to me, that's not a lot. I feel like you've choreographed for like a bunch of different people. I choreographed for Laguna Blue this year, which was amazing. Her music video, Elle Woods, which was super fun. I'm also working on a brand new original musical called Misstep, which is super cool. All about trans and non-binary individuals. Um, and I'm the co-choreographer of that, working with Connor Gallagher, who is 
Tony-nominated Broadway uh, choreographer. He did Beetlejuice. So very, like, honored to be working on that. You better work, bitch. Um, but yeah, so though now I'm I'm gearing up to do some more. I'm about to go work with Lady Camden on her one-woman show for Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, I the should. The millionaire I queen, Lady know. Camden. Oh, my God, I'm dead. The Why is she a millionaire? You millionaire. don't know that, T? You don't know? No. Oh, baby. Okay, so when Work the World went to... <laughs> Brandon's going to call me after this. No, one. you're going to get girl. called <laughs> I saw So you have directive notes, and you wanted to spill the tea. Oh, I, it was like the Twitter beef with the... Italian yes. Grace Girl? Okay. And they said something about while well, Lady Camden is over there making millions oh, yes. on Work the World. Let me just spoil it for anyone who thinks that we make a million dollars, Mama. Not even close. <laughs> not even close. But you get paid enough. You we get, get paid, paid a lot. wonderfully. It's a it's a wonderful job. I totally understand where the other person was coming from. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. But ultimately it was like of all the queens you could have picked, you picked Lady Camden, who's yeah. like one of the nicest, sweetest. Call like, Bianca, like, truly a millionaire. Right, she is. Call the bitch who's a well, millionaire. The, the, a thing millionaire. Was, right. the thing was, is that the other, the girls from other countries, like the not the regular American. You don't have to say it so demeaningly. <laughs> is, am I being not demeaning? the regular American ones. The, not from the from the <laughs> flagship RuPaul's Drag Race. The flagship. Other, you're, you're gonna, gonna get canceled. You're gonna. This is me there. canceling everybody. Uh -oh. Uh -oh. It's me and this shrimp alone, baby. Now she's just, just upset because they don't get to go on those. They don't get invited on those tours. Yeah, and did seasons one through six or seven even begin to do big tours? No. No. So yeah, it builds. It takes time. It does. Just wait until there's an international all stars and try to get on that. But again, to, to have the coin flipped. I can understand, again, where that person was coming from of because course. one yes, of the tours of I did on Work the World was the Australian leg. And so I got to like meet all the current Australian queens. Spanky. Who were so cool, so nice. I loved them. But just hearing the difference, right, from their experience and, and what they're really able to do when they get off the show, it is totally night different. and day yes. from the classic... What did you call it? Flagship. The flagship. We call it the regular. Flagship. The regular, 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 regular girl. So the real I, show. You know, the real one. I feel for them, but as I told them, look, at the end of the day, when I got off RuPaul's Drag Race, I was on Logo TV on a Monday night. Mm -hmm. People hated me. And a year later, it was like, boom. And that's because I worked my ass off. So yes. that's what I always say. It's like, maybe you weren't given the largest platform. Maybe you aren't given the most amount of support. But at the end of the day, it is up to you as an artist to take that 15 seconds and do with it with what you can. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Make the most of it. Yeah. I, so, saw, I saw an amazing meme of you. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Was it? Wait, what was yours? I what just saw yours? a good one. Yeah, you tell yours. It was you when you were standing in the hallway with the big wig <gasps> on. Yeah, but yeah. they added some song to it that really oh. sent me. Don't cry. <laughs> no, it was like an upbeat song, oh. and it was you just like, I don't know, it was good. To the beat of the music. Yes. I love that. It was wonderful. What was yours? It was some gay sex joke about like me when I find out that the top isn't coming after I've cleaned out for five hours. You know, some sort of thing where it's like how you just have to react on your own. And, and like, what was I doing? That It was the same image. It's making oh. the rounds and people it's coming are coming back. People oh. are using it again on TikTok, mama. You know? Where everyone who hates Wicked go. Okay, apparently. Yeah, you and John Sibili, girl. <laughs> he doesn't like Wicked. No, he said something. Thing recently I saw it on TikTok and <laughs> it was with two gays and he has a new podcast yeah. called like oh, I don't know the three stooges that's <laughs> not what it's called no, but it's him and Ian yeah. and um oh I saw one where they did fuck queer. Mary kill with their ex exactly it's and that I was like, show if, uh, but they were talking about wicked and he's all 
overrated. <gasps> and they, do both, no. they okay. both gasp. It's they not gasp. overrated. Just It's just, okay. So you recently officiated a wedding. What was that like? It wasn't recent. That was the Throwback Thursday. Oh. Um, but I did do that. Oh, it's fine. She daggers at me. Oh, Prepared fine. the question. Wow, the researcher. <laughs> no, it was super fun. I love doing weddings. I've actually done several now. My favorite one being my best friends. I married them. Julia Roberts. Uh, Julia Roberts, absolutely. Yeah, my best friend, Julia. Um, no, I, I love weddings. I think it's like a really special moment. I've always been that girl who can go to them and not know the bride or the groom, and I still end up crying. Like, I just love them, and I like feel the energy. And I think I'm really good at it, because most people, obviously, who are hiring me to do their wedding want like a, you know. And now, in the face of God, I present you a couple you may kiss your bride oh grr, you know they want that so I'm really good at like delivering cut that, that. I want that at my wedding See? I want that See, she knows yeah so you know I love it because it's like I get to do this thing that makes me really happy and then I also make them happy and then every year on their wedding anniversary I'm getting the throwback picture and it's like I keep up with the couple and it's cool you know it's that. a it's a fun part of my career that I never expected to happen yeah. you know I literally got it just so that I could marry my best friends and then when I was officiated I was like well why not advertise that I do this now yeah just to see right and then all of a sudden the gays were booking the doll I had to get ordained a long time ago because I did a wedding in Vegas. And okay. it was like I thought it was gonna be very difficult to become ordained, and it was like a couple of oh, clicks and yeah. a meeting, and we were done. Um, okay, I love weddings, but what is your favorite type of wedding cake? Like what would you have if you got married? Oh my god. Okay, well, first off, when I get married, not if, but when I get married, it's gonna be like, have you ever seen that one in Crazy Rich Asians where the water's flowing down? Yeah. Yeah. I'm giving you very that at my wedding. Oh, like, hell yes. I want Love like that full church. on productions. I want um Casey Musgraves to sing late to the party. That's gonna be my first dance. <laughs> and it I don't really like cake. I'll be honest. I'm not a cake girl. You just like serving it? Uh, exactly. Do you um, like candy? Cake. I like candy. Cake and candy? Uh yeah. <laughs> I really like cookie cake. <gasps> oh, yeah. Do yes. you know it? Yes. Like Mrs. Fields with the yes. large chocolate chip with the icing. So that's what I get every year for my birthday. I love, um, do you know so it? ideally, I would love to have that at my wedding. Okay. But I assume like I'll want like a tiered vibration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I probably would have like a classic yellow cake or a funfetti Ooh. with like a, a gorgeous nice. cream. Frosting, maybe chocolate. So the cake is vanilla, frosting Ooh, is chocolate vibe. Yeah, silky ganache. Yeah. Oh, maybe with a little. Nutmeg. Oh, and if there's layers, I want like some like delicious, you know, like strawberry jam. I or don't like, like that. I like a strawberry. I don't. Hey, not that. I like that with cheesecake. Oh yeah, I like sure. a strawberry. Well, I would. Yeah, I'm gonna have cheesecake at my wedding. Are you? It's okay. not gonna be regular cake. People are gonna just eat the cheesecake and live. Yeah. Cheesecake. Cheesecake. Honey. Cheesecake. Why does it always, for a wedding, it always makes me think of some sort of fruit filling and like that's what with a gets. yellow or a well, white Well, I think cake. because most weddings you're going to are with fruits. Yeah, that's true. There yeah. it is. That's very accurate. All right, we'll be right back after this break. Fruit. And we're back <laughs> with my two favorite fruits. <laughs> ah! You were expecting that one, were you, Mama? <laughs> no, I wasn't. No, you weren't, Mama. 
Um, we have a very special segment. Oh, I love special segments. Um, this is a segment. Well, you you're better at it. This is a it. segment based off of the 2008 Tyra Banks interview with Beyonce Knowles entitled "Beyonce My Name, Say My Name," in which Be- uh, in which Tyra Banks used Beyonce's <laughs> name to come up with some fun pun questions. Okay. So this is going to be a rapid fire question okay. game based off of your name, and we call it "Slant My, my name! name," like a slant rhyme. It's like a rhyme that doesn't actually rhyme because it's hard to rhyme. So like Loganja Boganja. Something similar. Sure. Yeah. It'll be so close to that. Like, okay. like Laganja Sonata. So you have a wrecked a car? <laughs> I don't understand that at all. Then they, I'm like supposed to wreck a Honda. Yeah, did you wreck a, have you ever wrecked a car? And I'm supposed to rhyme with car? No, you just oh. have to answer yes or no. Oh. Yes. Laganja cantata. Do you like classical music? Yes. Laganja Estranja. That's low. <laughs> Cut that. No. Nope. Lasagna Estranja. What is your favorite type of Italian casserole dish? What else is there besides lasagna? Probably nothing else. Lasagna. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know that there is an Italian casserole that's better than lasagna. So lasagna. There, isn't. there is not. Well, no, I, be- I guess a baked ziti. Ooh, <laughs> I do like a baked ziti, girl. Or like the stuffed shells, the real big stuffed, stuffed shells. shells. But is that a casserole? No. Baked well, you ziti. You put it in a casserole dish. Look up what <laughs> now, a casserole is. Now, what's your favorite dish? A mug. Shrimp. A mug. Shrimp. A mug. Okay. <laughs> Laganja Estran. Ta-da! Do you like magic tricks? Would you ever be a magician or like a magician's assistant? <laughs> Laganja Estran. Ta-da! What? How did you even try to make that? I didn't write these. Okay. Um, I actually love a magic vibration. I'm all into it. Would I be a magician? No, but I'd love to be one of their sexy assistants who gets cut in half and sewn back together. Because I want to know. Yeah, you're flexible. So you could do that so well. Well, maybe not right now with the hip, but yes, in future. Nirvana Estranja. What does teen spirit smell like? Cigarettes and cock. Tijuana Estranja. Do you like to pump domestically or internationally? No pumping. I'll upgrade to a real surgeon. T, 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 T. Do you want a Estranja? What's your favorite Fanta flavor? Orange. Same. Prima Donna Estranja. Who's the biggest diva you've ever worked with? Ooh. I mean, Madonna was pretty fierce. I'm not going to lie. She was pretty intense. We were in rehearsal, and she... Um, made us be in drag for rehearsal, and she put her knee in my back and yanked my corset, and she was like, this is how you should be wearing it. And we were at rehearsal. Wait, was rehearsal for which gig? I did a pride gig with Madonna, Bob, and Violet. With Saucy Santana, that show. Saucy Santana, Pixie. Ventura. Yes, Pixie Aventura, right? Aventura, that's right. I love her. Wasn't the Madonna impersonator there, too? I was her. Oh, yeah. That was me. I was the impersonator. And wasn't that part of, like, that was initially kind of, like, the big launch for what's happening now, but it sort of slowed down a bit? Because she was sick. I don't know if they're affiliated. I do know that from that, Bob obviously got the job to go on Mm -hmm. tour with her. Right. Um, But it it was amazing. It was such a great experience. I'm obviously... So thankful to say that I got to work with Madonna. Yeah. I mean, that's a lifelong dream come true. But she for rehearsal. But she that's definitely incredible. is a diva. Yeah, like we well, were she in didn't drag get to where she rehearsal. was for being nice. You know what I mean? Right, right. And she wasn't mean. It just was like you really need me to be cinched like Violet Chachki over there, like 
right now for rehearsal. Like while we dance, while crazy. we dance. Well, what was even more crazier too is like she didn't like to see bags and stuff around the space, so she had pipe and drape brought in to like hide all of that. So when she would look at the space, it would be clean, just like the stage. She's like very visual in that way. So like I appreciated her attention to detail. I did. That's but nice. Definitely a diva. I mean, for yeah, sure. For sure. For sure. Laganja Tatiana. Thoughts on Tatiana? Remember when she got Choices. her like mud shot, mud <laughs> shot, and she was like crying, but she was still gorgeous. No. She like she like got kicked a cop, out of a club. Right? No, she didn't assault a cop. Okay, this is mean. how rumors <laughs> get started. No, 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 no. This is gonna she end up on, on TikTok, TMZ. and then fucking what's her name? He's gonna start yelling at us again. Do Stop! Here we go. Um, no, I love Tatiana. Do she is so fun. One of my favorite party gals. We have gone out to the sun came out. We have many a story that are vaulted, and that's my sister and vaulted. I live for her. I'm obsessed with her. I got to work with her one time, and it was like a college gig. And she is the funniest so person fun. ever. It's so, so quick. Very. Laganja Pinata. Do you ever beat a bitch with a bat? How do you like to express your rage? How do I like to express my rage? Um, masturbation? Leganja iguana. How do you feel about reptiles? Uh, not a fan. Leganja on a llama. Have you ever rode a llama? <laughs> These are getting insane. I love your commitment to them. All right, well, um, I gotta. I've never rode a llama, but I have pet one, oh. and I have bought a product created from their fur. Stun. Like a blanket? In Peru. Um, moccasin. It was like a little oh, shoe vibration. I love yeah. those. Laganja piranha. Flesh-eating fish? Meg, too. <laughs> Laganja Botswana. Have you ever traveled to Africa? No. Laganja Madonna, will you be attending the celebration tour to see Bob? I would love to if they'll hook me up with a ticket. Bob, get them a <laughs> ticket. Roberta, get into it. Come on, Robert. And that was Slap My Name. You did great. You got I all the did? points. Okay, good. You yeah. win. Ding, ding, wow. ding, ding, ding. Winner. Can you believe it? I can't. How's your cannabis work going? Oh, you know, it's been better, to be quite honest. Yeah. You know, I kind of actually took a backseat ride yeah. to the cannabis lane this year in particular. I feel like um, there's no money, A. There's so no organization, B. There's no real support for the trans community. And D, uh, I was bored. Yeah. I was bored. You know, I did put out a water pipe this year with Empire Glass, which mm -hmm. was super fun. I loved doing really that. Good. Definitely collaborating with them again in the new year. And I am working on expanding my lifestyle line that yeah. is like clothing and, um, you know, different things like rolling papers, lighters, rolling trays. Like we're definitely trying to work on that. But ultimately, I just felt like it was sort of like a dead end road, you know, and it was like. I was doing a lot of sponsored ads, like which was great, especially during Corona. But again, it felt a little like one sided. Like it was like, oh, we need someone gay or queer to like meet this quota. And I just got tired of being like a mouthpiece for a company to look like they were inclusive, inclusive when yeah. they necessarily weren't. Mm -hmm. It was really eye opening to talk to Aaron about like yeah. how sort of, you know, I'm just like. Everybody smokes weed, and especially queer people smoke weed. Right. Like, how is there not a unified group or an organization? Or, like, how how is, like, 
a queer company not taken seriously in that space. Well, like, and that's the thing, right? Like there are more and more queer companies popping up, but they're all grassroots. They're all small mm-hmm. business. So they don't have the money, obviously, right. to bring on, you know, an influencer or something like that to do work with, which I totally understand. And I'm not calling them out. I think I'm just calling out the industry overall. It's yeah. like, I can't tell you how many times, you know, people have been like, oh, we want to help you create your own cannabis line. And I go in, we do all the things that's necessary to do it. We get so close to making it happen and then it falls through. And this has just happened time and time again to me. And so eventually at some point you just have to say as a business person, like, look, this avenue isn't worth my energy. It isn't worth, you know, losing over and over. When this thing over here is working and brings me happiness. And, you know, so that's why, again, I kind of refocused on choreography this year as opposed to cannabis, because pretty much ever since I've hit the scene, I've been playing Twister, right? Like I'm a drag artist, but I'm also a choreographer, but I'm also an influencer, but I'm also a cannabis entrepreneur. So there's a lot of, you know, cooks in the kitchen. Honey. So this year I said, let me just dismiss her. We'll get back to her. Let me raise some more money of my own so then I can do it myself. And I don't need a company to come Mm -hmm. in and white label and all of that. And you also don't want to like something that brings you so much like, calmness and inner peace and like medicates you in Mm. this way and is important to you you don't want it to be this like weird stressor where you're like oh and i have to have like business meetings around this they're like let me just smoke a little yeah i mean i think that's definitely part of it but i think also as my relationship to cannabis has changed especially since being on hormones Mm. you know i'm coming at it like even more medicinally I'm coming at it even more medicinally than I ever was before. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, once I started my hormone replacement therapy, I realized that cannabis kind of spiked my anxiety, which never happened to me before. I was definitely someone who, you know, woke up in the morning and smoked and went to lunch and smoked and then had another break and smoked and then went to dinner and smoked. And like now I'm finding myself really picking and choosing the times that I do like to medicate. And it's just so interesting to me because like before... I used to really use cannabis to be social, right? To go out to the clubs. And now I don't find that to be the case. In fact, I find it to be something that I want to enjoy on my own, in my own space where I'm comfortable at nights to help me go to sleep. Um, But yeah, like I'm rarely waking and baking anymore, which is like such a, a different vibe. But I think it's beautiful. And I think as an activist, that's why I try to like be open and honest and talk about it because your relationship to cannabis will change throughout your life. And that doesn't make it a bad thing or a good thing. It just is like many medications where you have to listen and say, okay, at this point it's not serving me like it once was. And now let me find a, the, the best way to use it, you know? Because I find right now, like, I haven't really been smoking weed for a couple, a few months, five or six months now, because it was spiking my anxiety, like yeah. you were saying. And I was, like, freaking out all the time. And I was like, this used to bring me joy and happiness. And I used right. to be calm and able to come record a podcast and right. stuff. And now I'm like, if I do that, I'm going to spiral in my room for four hours <laughs> until it finally wears all the way off. Sounds fun. Yeah. So I'm mean, back on alcohol, everybody. Oh, perfect. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you are. You like that? You like the. The, the, the no mirror, lash? The I love it. I love it. Sexual. Yeah, baby, yeah. I'm giving it to you. Yeah. But no, I mean, I, I think, again, just because I've taken a break from the cannabis lane doesn't mean that it won't be something I reinvestigate. Right. Um, but ultimately, I just felt like, yeah, it was kind of a dead end. And. I even see my other friends who did cannabis solely, and even they have turned to other avenues of revenue. So, you know, 
Times are tough out here for us cannabis and smokers. Everything is changing. Like yeah. everything is changing. I think we we a little bit. We're all. I'm older than both of you. But yeah, you're old as fuck. <laughs> Sorry, that was a shrimp talking. But, but we have experienced sort of like the wild west of the internet and yeah. then the wild west of social media and like it's it's always ever changing and i think it's so interesting that like i don't know for me i i still get surprised when i'm like oh i guess i have to uh, do this in a different way now cuz things have changed like it's so easy to feel like this is the path and this is where i'm going right, right. and then be kind of surprised by the change but one mm. thing that is inevitable is change, is change. exactly like your party will not be the same in two years, no. but it'll grow and be something else, or it won't be. This podcast changes. Or it won't be. Well, maybe it'll be something else. Maybe it'll be a fucking clothing brand and not even a party anymore. Basically is the way I saw those t-shirts. <laughs> maybe it'll be a TV show and not even a party anymore. Like Dracula. Yeah, you never know. I'm saying, look at this podcast. We used to record... Audio only in a studio. Then right. we started doing it at home. No, we started in your tiny ass little bedroom that was hot and you didn't have AC. And then now we've moved on to video. Like everything changes. Uh, just giving you the reaction shot. Shrimp, thank yeah. You. Uh, uh, for the sizzle. <laughs> Zoom in on that one, baby. <laughs> um, so anyways, I, I know something that I've been sort of thinking about is every time I think about my career or I similarly think career. about like. <laughs> think about an avenue y'all are too fucking much <laughs> an avenue that maybe I've stopped going down as much right. or, and I get like sad or nostalgic right. or like why did I you just remember that it's like it's always changing we are also a new generation of multi-hyphenate people yeah. working in a digital you know landscape yeah. which means yeah sometimes you spend more time and energy over here and sometimes you spend it over here and ultimately let me just say this until we free the prisoners Babe. Who have cannabis Baby. offenses? Oh my god, that's so it all wild. feels wrong, right? Like yeah. but I'm getting paid to promote this, and we've got it's like it just it I don't does. know. It feels it's icky. So it's, the drug offenses should be lifted. Like it's, it's ridiculous. It's truly ridiculous. Wild. There are people who are spending lifetimes, like mm -hmm. years and years yeah. and years, yeah, for while we have it being delivered to our doorstep. Nothing. Yeah, by a yeah. robot. Wow, they got robot weed now. Oh, down in WeHo, they got that little that. guy that drives around, and his name is like. Really? Date, date That's why they all get junk. Well, maybe they I was about to say they can't. I don't think the robots deliver delivering weed, y'all. No, maybe girl. it's just like a burrito. Yeah. Wow. Have you seen too? Like when the, this is so bad, <laughs> but like jumped. when the houseless people are out dancing in front of the robots and the robots can't do their job. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a thing yeah. on TikTok. I actually really love. Well, it. they also the the robots get people jumped get because people are hungry. And they're like, I okay, can well, steal this food. I don't think that that's necessarily as TikTok. Like, haha, that's fun. No, but there's an entire account of a guy say like helping the robots get back on their wheels. Oh, okay, okay. It's a positive over. twist. And positive twist. Right. I <laughs> thought it was just people going <laughs> and, and like and attacking. Level it up. <laughs> level it up. Twist. Um, we're going to be, be right, right back, back after, after this, this break. <laughs> shrimp today girl. have you been to endless bottomless shrimp at the uh red lobster no i have not it's probably an encino I anytime there's the word them. bottomless i'm scared Oop. i don't want to go near it nope what if you found out there was a party that was bottomless but you were invited i uh, definitely not going oh okay yeah no because it's all tops there's just i just need one 
Just the one. One bottom. She's here. She's right here. That's it. We don't need to be, you know, bottomless anything. She's no, no. Here? She... It's right here, and All there's right. a ceiling. Okay. We... And we're, we're back. back. <laughs> Our final <laughs> segment, Laganja, is a very special segment Ooh, that we have yeah. on the show. And it is called Chant. <laughs> Oh, I thought it was called Chant My Name. It's called Fuck, fuck talk. talk. What? Fuck Duck. Fuck, fuck talk. talk. Oh, Fuck Talk. It's a segment where we usually tell funny, interesting, horrifying, outrageous sex stories from our past, present, and or future. But today, I think we might take some phone calls or maybe Dipper has sucked some old man's dick that he wants to tell us about. Or if this any of this... This is where I put in my earphones. Yeah, it, it, or if this... if, if it, Yeah, does that slide? There you go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, or if, uh-huh. um, if any of this inspires you to tell a story from your own life... Okay. You're, you're more than welcome to do so. Currently very celibate, so we'll see really? how this goes. Well, yeah. we said past. Okay. For how long? Present or future? Stop counting garbage. Oh no. I know. But it's okay, I like it. I was a whore my Hey Fox. Um, so I'm leaving a hookups house. And so I went I'm recently divorced and I haven't really had a lot of casual sex. But you know, I'm out in these streets. So I go to this guy's house and He's, like, doing all of these really fun positions I've never done before that are a little bit more, you know, like, custom and not missionary or doggy. And it was, like, I was like, wow. And he was doing all these cool things. He's like, you lay here. I'm going to do this to you while I ride you. And I was like, hell yeah. So then after we finish, I'm like, wow. I don't, haven't done anything like that before. And, you know, I told him my story, like, you know, not really super, like, experienced and deeply in the world of sex, but, like, you know, I know what's up. And he's like, well, obviously, I've been having sex for a while, and the very first person that I had sex with was my brother. (gasps) And I was like, oh. And he said it was just for research. And so he, they fucked for a year, and then he got a boyfriend. (laughs) And, um, yeah, and he was like, then when I got my first boyfriend, I'm I knew what this I was doing gross. because I had been having sex with my brother for an entire year. So the question is, <laughs> the do question. I see him again? Do I reach out to his brother to thank him for oh. teaching him how to fuck good? Goodbye. Wow, you guys have some interesting <laughs> colors. Can I tell you something? <laughs> I feel like a lot of gay twin brothers have fooled around with each other and don't talk about Why it. Why do they have to be twins? Well, because they feel they're like even the, more they like feel like they're the, the same. Because gay guys are obsessed with themselves. <laughs> that well, is true. That's what you're saying. That Boyfriend is very tr- true. twin. <laughs> Boyfriend twin. But I just feel like it, oh, I want to know were they twins? Like I feel like if they I were twins, know if they were twins, as it well. makes me think differently about it. Oh than my if there's god! Like I a four-year. Oh, because if they're twins, it makes it okay. It do, no, it's still dis- wrong despicable. and bad. Oh, and please, despicable. we've all watched the uh, brother on brother porn. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know, but I don't think that that's real. You know I don't ones. think that's real. Well, they looked identical, or they at least giving have the same it. Goatee. It's giving it. I don't know. Anyway, I mean, yeah, I mean, you should definitely call them back. I mean, they're not still fucking. 
it it's is weird just... to volunteer that information. Yes. It definitely was a first for me. I was not <laughs> expecting that. Um, it definitely was giving fuck that talk for sure. <laughs> this is, yeah. That's the review she leaves after leaving the yeah, podcast. Yeah, it was, it was it definitely, definitely a first, first for, for me. me. Yeah, was yeah. not expecting that. Um, you know, look, I think we all have pasts. We all have sexual pasts. Right. Mm-hmm. They're all, you know, different in their depths. And it sounds like, you know, this individual really dove deep with their own brother. And, you know, is it for me? No. But if it's for you and it's okay, then I think that that is just fine and you should call him back. But for me, that story would be enough for me to go, I think there's something maybe a little mentally off here and as someone myself who's mentally off I don't think we're going to be compatible because it's too much mental problems here between the two of us you know that makes perfect sense yeah Yeah. I feel that I feel that it is there is a weird I think in hookup culture there's like something that always is surprising when people like reveal something we we talk about this a lot like it's an it's often the theme of these like calls or stories where oh we were done fucking we laid around and then they revealed this wasn't their home yes you know? see, i don't understand that Mm-mm. because Maybe when because we're done fucking yeah oh my god it was so naughty saying that <laughs> fucking fucking yeah i'm leaving so there there's no time yeah there's you don't have i never history. understand the maybe, talking after maybe once we've done it we're done we gotta yeah, go the job's I, over i feel the urge to like i have been in hookup scenarios where i know i want to leave i know i don't want to talk to them and i stick around and i talk to them and i start telling no, like see, my life story you're you like know? i didn't lose my virginity until i was 23 no 22 there's no Worse. oversharing Worse? or overcaring. There's not. I in think this that that's like, maybe like post coitus, post cum, <laughs> your like body is like, get the rest of it out. Tell them your trauma. You know what I mean? Ooh, like a mental cum shot. Yeah. Oh. Because people get attached. I've got to unload here and, and here. here. Yeah. Two heads, you know? I mean, look, at the end of the day, I think it's actually more common than we probably would expect. Siblings messing around with each other. I really do. I, I know several people. Not going to name names. And I think gay but... people, because they, if they're raised in a household where they're told, like, this is not okay or there's no outlet for this, and then they, like, find it with their sibling. Not justifying it, but I right. agree. I do think there is, We're like, a larger... A fun game here today. <laughs> <laughs> you don't like this call? <laughs> Well, because we keep on being like, I mean, it's not okay with me, but they can do whatever they want. And well, people like, can do whatever yes, they want. Yes, I know. And I think people Next think call. it's less... I just would never hook up with my sister. It just, yeah, I, I, I never had the urge to hit on, like hook up with my brother. Like, never, and we were seven no months apart. We were adopted. So it was like we were basically the same age. Right. And it was never a thing for me. Yeah, right. Do you feel like your sex life has changed since you've become out publicly? I feel like my sex life has changed since this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next call. (laughs) Oh, God, I'm scared. I am, too. Well, I had a really hard time finding... The other one is just kind of judgmental. Of us? No, about drinking. Oh, play it. Okay. I'd love to hear someone be judgmental about drinking. Hey, Meatball Big Dipper. Um, okay, so yesterday a guy, um, I hooked up with a guy. A guy came over, and it was our second time hooking up. Uh, the thing was fine, blah, blah, blah. But he brought his brother, and he sucked his brother's dick. No, I'm just kidding. Oh my God. But at the end, 
He was like, oh, hey, so did violent. you know this? Like, last time we hooked up, I was drunk. And I was like, oh, um, no, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then I was thinking back after he left. I was thinking back to it. And I was like, the first time we hooked up, it was, like, on a Monday at, like, 3 p.m., which is a very strange time to be drunk hooking up. Um, thoughts? Goodbye. No, 3 p.m. is an absolutely acceptable time to be drunk. On a Monday, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I mean, what? I mean, what? You don't know what his job is. Like, he might have, he might work Worked all, all night, night in the graveyard, and then that's like he's drunk because like he's still up because he something. got home at two thirty and had a little cocktail and, a little and cocktail you came over. Or something. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I honestly don't. I. It's like when you're at the airport. You could drink at 10 a.m. No you drink at 7 a.m. at the airport. So do I. No one's gonna fucking judge you for drinking at 7 a.m. because you're in an airport, baby. Five happy hours all day. Yeah, right. you want this bussy opened up. Well, I would like to sleep. But no, I I mean, I don't think that there's anything wrong with him being drunk that at that time. No, I feel like if it bothers you. I mean, you, did he drive? Oh. Maybe he's got a car like yours. You himself. still can't be drunk behind the wheel of an electric car that drives itself. That's silly behavior. It's true. Um, <sighs> no, I I think look, you know, if it again is not for you, right? And uh-huh. you don't want to be with someone who is then go up, tell him no. But if you're asking our opinion, mama go on and have a drink with them. Yeah, I mean who fucking get cares? Plowed, get plowed, just, you don't like know what his job are. is. Maybe that's his weekend and technically he was brunching. You know what I mean? Ooh, good point. Like you don't know what his work schedule is. All you know is that you like that dick. Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday. Hi Big Dipper and Meatball and Randy. Um, so I have a fuck talk, oh, fuck talk story for you guys. Um, so I've been fucking this straight guy. He's a mailman. Um, he, I'm the only guy that he's ever been with. Sure. And um, he loves big titties. And he bought me a G cup of silicone titties, like the really fancy drag they're really nice and i put them on for him hold on i love Sorry. this story um, i put them on for him he's putting them on right uh, now while us. we were playing around and not gonna lie it was it turned me on like Hot. i never thought i'd be attracted to really big titties and you know what i like big titties i That's mean right. who doesn't love big titties Goodbye. <laughs> I like big titties and I cannot lie. Who doesn't like, who doesn't like big titties? Good for you, good baby. Good for you. Slang those nothing titties wrong around. with that. Me either. It's like when we went to that strip club in Atlanta and the lady grabbed the front and stretched them out to look like missiles and then shook them. Wow. Yeah. It's really and that like, was a Monday at three o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> and people was you know, it's I really the Fantasia Royale Gaga of it all. Yeah, I mean, talk about a G cup. You think she's getting all of her stuff custom made to fit over those, Mama? Yeah, because there's no way. I was like, Fashion Nova don't come in that size. Yeah, it does not. No, she's got to get custom. Now, I love for her, by the way. I love that. Watching I love her that a Dracula is giving it to me. But for him to know that he likes titties on you 
you're not the first, boo-boo, and you won't be the last. Yeah, oh, and not the knows, only one at oh, this time. He bought you the nice, good silicone. What, like, the link is not easy to find. It is now, actually. Oh, you okay, can get them on Amazon. Mind. Isn't that crazy? That but Amazon crazy. sells breastplates. The G-size ones, too? I don't know. I don't them. buy a breastplates anymore, but <laughs> I've just heard from the grapevine. You got them things. That you can get them on Amazon. <laughs> I love that we sing things here. It's so funny. Yeah, I know. <laughs> It's a musical. Yeah. All I've ever seen on Amazon are the ones that are too close together in the middle. Oh, the tiny ones. House of Bezos for you, honey. <laughs> she comes through every time. She comes through every time. I just, I agree. It's not his. It's not your mailman's first time going when down this When I said it was avenue. his mailman, they said he is a mailman. Well, I'm referring to as his, your mailman. Oh. Like your boo thing. Yeah. Yeah, your M-A-L-E. Because he delivers the package. M-A-N. Yeah, because he's going to deliver on top. Well, it's clearly not his first time doing... I mean, who cares if it is? Why? Yeah. He's, he just well, said it was and let him fill the fantasy. Yeah. Okay. Don't you it is it? his first time, baby, and you're the first little titty fuck he and ever had. And definitely going to be the last. And there's nothing titty wrong... Titty fuck he's ever had. <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with you putting on those titties and riding his dick. There's no. literally nothing And then wrong if you want to get real ones later, that's fine, too. That's Slay up to you. Maybe it. he's Whatever unlocking something in you. Yes. Unlock that bussy and tap into the power of the titty. Well, we did it, Laganja. Thank you so much for being here. You're an oh, icon. Stop. You're a legend. No, thank oh, you. Stop. Where can everyone find thank you. you? You can find me at the nearest Chili's chowing down on some queso or <laughs> on social media. Away. <laughs> or on social media at Laganja Stranja. Be sure to check out my YouTube channel. I drop a new vlog every Thursday at 420 Eastern Standard Time. Ooh. And you can find me on TikTok at the only Laganja Stranja. Thank you so much for listening to this week's Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at SloppyPod. You can send us an email at SloppySecondsPod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. I've got a, you know what? You want La Bamba Estranja. La They actually call me La Songa Laganja. Why didn't, why couldn't you think of something like that? Right. What's your favorite song? Work It by Missy Elliott. There it is. You Hit can... that track. And if you want to work it on over to Mom Plus Gold, excuse me, you're in my shot. If you want to work it on, excuse me, ma'am. Uh, if you want to uh, head on over to, stop stealing my focus. <laughs> this is his moment. If you want to work your way, work your bussy on over to Mom Plus Gold, sign up at mompodcast.plus and you get all of our content ad free. Most of our shows one day early, full video episodes of Sloppy Seconds. You get bonus shows like More Very Delta, The Hijinx Line. You get our special Sloppier Seconds episodes. You get the Race Chaser Live in Los Angeles or Race Chaser Live in Queens. Queens do Queens. A special uh, video vlog and much, much more. Goodbye. Hit the slay button, faggot. Slay! <laughs> to get access to our full uncensored video episodes ad-free and one day early, sign up for Mom Plus Gold at mompodcasts.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Engineered by Margot Padilla. Editing and sound design by William Pitts. Executive produced by Willem, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.